match. Uh, all right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Sportsman. As always, we've got Joseph Peter DeMar, Michael V, and myself, Neil Arnett. Uh, happy to be back, gentlemen. Episode number two of the week, count them, number two. Let's just jump uh, right back into the bowl game. Um, we got Michigan. We got Washington. Uh, let's talk previews. Let's talk predictions. I believe the line is at four and a half last I looked, and it's still there. Michigan minus four and a half. Mikey, walk me through that. Uh, public money, believe it or not, right now is on Washington, which is a little bit surprising. 64 or 65% of the money is on Washington uh, getting the points, which is a little bit surprising. Um, I would think it's a little bit surprising. I, I would have thought the betting public would, would have been more on Michigan. Uh, my thing is that you know, every time, like I I said earlier in the week, every time I go against Washington, they just win outright. Um, I don't think this will be a scenario where they win outright necessarily, but uh, I do think four and a half is, is, is quite a bit disrespectful again to Washington and, and to take nothing away from Michigan. Um, I just think it's, it's disrespecting them yet again. They're going to have more, of that chip on the shoulder type of attitude coming in, being disrespected once again. Um, I see Michigan winning the game, but I see Washington covering. I'm kind of right there in the middle, three-point game, two-point game, something like that, field goal. Um, I know what Michigan's defense could do. I know what Washington's offense can do. Um, I'm just curious to see what Michigan's offense is going to do against Washington's defense. Is Washington's defense going to be opportunistic and get, you know, one or two takeaways uh, that could flip the game, or are they just going to get totally dominated at, at the point of attack? Um, that's going to be the difference. Uh, coaching could play a really big role in this game. Like I said earlier in the week, you're, you you don't have Sarkeesian, uh, you know, coaching against you. you got Jim Harbaugh. Uh, and Harbaugh certainly has has uh, proven his worth over the last couple of years. Um, but that being said, it, you know, we're picking the game. I'm going to take the Huskies with four and a half points because uh, I've gone against them far too often. and It's bitten me far too often this season. Um, so I'll make the change here. And if this is the one game where they actually fall flat and they get they get a, you know, they, they, they don't cover, then I'll just have to eat it. But I'll take the Huskies uh, getting four and a half here. Joey D. Uh, Michigan's to me has shown us time and time and time again this year that they're legitimate, that they are, I believe, and I've been saying for a little while now, the best team in college football. Um, and the money is on Washington. So, as you know, I like to go against the grain and I will once again take Michigan. I think that experience, in the sense that you know. Washington's really never been here before. I'm not saying that Michigan has, but I feel like Harbaugh's been on a bigger stage. And 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 to Mikey's point, I think that coaching comes down to these games. I think that there's going to be certain moments, certain points in the game that really are dictated by the right decisions made by the coach. I think Harbaugh is is ready to bring this team to a national title that they haven't had in a long time. And and I think it's going to be a pretty resounding victory i i would go as far to say as uh, i think that michigan will win by eight to eleven points 
I really do. I I think that uh, Penix Jr. is very good, but Michigan's defense is sensational. They're very, very good. One of the best in the country. Um, And I think they're going to pound the rock with Corum again. I think that they're going to run the ball. Um, I think they're going to be successful. And I just, I, I, I don't like betting Michigan every week. I, it's kind of, it's, you feel kind of scummy doing it. At least I do. I, I'm not a huge fan of Michigan. Um, but sometimes it's the right pick is the right pick. And I, you know, I give kudos to Washington. Uh, I think Michigan is the right pick though. And that's who I'll take to win the game and cover. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to go with Joe here. I I think Michigan um, is going to win by a touchdown or so. I mean, uh, you guys definitely know better. You've watched these teams a lot more often than I have. But I do know that uh, it sounds like Dylan Johnson, the running back for Washington, is going to play. It doesn't sound like he's going to be 100%, but it sounds like he's going to play. And he's a big part of the um, the offense there, as well as pass protection, uh, protection. So, I mean, if you're getting a less than – 100% out of him and Michigan's defense can already rattle you. I just think they're going to get to Penix. I think he's still going to have a decent game probably, but I think if you're expecting him to have the same kind of game he did last week against Texas, I just don't, I would bet that that's not going to happen. I'll bet the other way. Um, you know, I, would, Texas, I would bet them to win by a touchdown. Texas. Uh, don't forget. had a couple guys on that defensive line for Texas, uh, the highest rated uh, interior tackle in the country, number 93 for Texas who graded out as the top uh, PFF um, defender amongst all the playoff teams after the playoffs was all said and done. So, I mean, it's not like this offensive line was going against slouches uh, on the Texas defensive front. Michigan may be better overall defense, but I, I, I just, I listen, guys, I'm, I'm with you, right? I'm with you. I really am. It has nothing to do with Ohio state. I really, really want to pick Michigan. I just, it's just I'm not. I just I can't do it to myself again for another week and go against this Washington. I get it. I mean, listen. I, I, every I, time I, I do, too. I just it's just it's I I just can't do it. If this was a three point spread, if this was a three point spread, I would take Michigan and I would be very comfortable in doing so. I just that four and a half is just to me. It's just a little too much. That's the yeah. only difference. I don't think it's a bad pick, yeah. Mikey. I I, I don't think. Yeah. And by the way, the public seems to think it's the right pick too. You're on. Well, the, that, that's not something that really, you know, bolsters my confidence. <laughs> but I, 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 under, I understand that. I'm just saying that it's like common opinion that this team can hang with Michigan. That's all I'm trying to say by that. But I, I, I just think that Michigan is. I, I think it's their year. I, I think that they've yeah. been building up yeah. to this for a while, and now they might win by three. And then you know, I, I, I'm not saying that they will. I just think that it's going to get to a point where. Washington is going to have to keep scoring points. Um, and I don't know at some point with the pressure that the defense, uh, that defense to me, and I know Alabama's line stinks, but the defense just look, even their corners, they just look really fucking good. And I don't know. Penix is going to be in a huge position. I don't know if he can keep it up. If he does listen, the guy has proven that he's a, a stud to already time and time again, but I, I think it will be a good game. I think it will be a good game right up so until too. like the fourth quarter. I, I believe Michigan will pull away, but I think it still will be a good game. And so far the semifinals have been great. Some of some really awesome football, which has been really enjoyable. I agree. I agree. Um, all right, guys, let's move on to week 18, the final week of regular season NFL play. Um, first on the docket Saturday, we've got the Steelers. Heading to Baltimore, the Steelers are playing much better football the last two weeks. They're actually scoring some points. 
The Ravens, some may question to how much do they have to play for in week 18. They've done all they need to do. Uh, Are Pittsburgh you resting, is a, Lamar? Four point, Pittsburgh's a four-point favorite. I'm not sure, but I'm sure Mikey will tell you. But Joey D, why don't you go for it? Well, I, yeah, Lamar, I, Lamar, Lamar is not Lamar is not playing. There you go. Lamar is four yeah, points. Yeah, I think four. I think Pittsburgh with the points here is a play. I I Baltimore's already done everything they have to do. The game really doesn't mean anything to them. I know they're a divisional rival and they'd like to knock out Pittsburgh. Although I think Pittsburgh still needs like Jacksonville to lose, and I think they need another team. They need like two teams to still lose in order for them to make the playoffs. But um, I'll go ahead and take – I'll take Pittsburgh with the points in this game. I think um, – Well, they're they're, they're they're giving four. Oh, they're get, giving four. They're giving I, four. Is, is it in Pittsburgh? Yeah, no, it's, it's in, in Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh, damn, man. <laughs> Fuck, it. Fuck it. Give me Pittsburgh. I'll still take Pittsburgh. Okay. They, they, it's, a must win, it's a must-win game for them. It is. Yeah, must-win game for Pittsburgh. I would imagine that, you know – Lamar's probably not the only guy that's going to be he's the only major you know player that's been announced so far by Harbaugh that was like an automatic like they're going to play um Tyler Huntley is going to play in this game he's going to start um if it's four or three and a half I still um you know here's the thing about Pittsburgh as 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 down as Pittsburgh has been or as mediocre as they've been at times they beat the Ravens once this year already. They they seem to have the Ravens number for whatever reason. Um, that's like the one team that's like kind of like the Ravens Achilles heel a little bit. Um, so I could certainly see Pittsburgh in a situation where they have to go all out to win the game. Um, but, you know, I, I just think that everyone's going to be on Pittsburgh. I'm going to take the Ravens uh, giving or getting. I'm going to take the Ravens getting points at home. Tyler Huntley, listen. This guy, in the stead of Lamar Jackson, we've seen him do it before. This guy could play. He could play a little bit. Um, so <laughs> as long as it's not like a like a fire sale where all the starters are going to start getting benched in the second half, I could totally see the Ravens hanging around. I mean, maybe Pittsburgh wins the game. But again, over a field goal spread, give me the Ravens at home, given over a field goal. Yeah, I'm getting, get, get, getting over a field yeah. goal, excuse me. Right. What were you going to say? Mason Rudolph what? I just said I think this team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, that is, is a better team with Mason Rudolph under center than maybe any other quarterback they've had this year. They actually can spread the field, and Pickens is actually being utilized now. Um, not to say that Mason Rudolph is like a wizard with the ball, but <laughs> Mikey, your point is good that the fact that a lot of people are probably going to be on Pittsburgh, I, I do see where you're. I do see where your rationale. Is. I mean, listen. I'm, I was going to preface this whole this whole say our whole show today with this to just everybody listening. Um, this is not a week to really try and and make your money in the NFL. This is a really fucked up week. You you have to. I would before you place any wagers on anything. I would really put in time to look into who is playing, who is not playing. What's the seeding that the team already has? If they're a playoff team, are they locked into their seed? Yeah. Do they have anything to play for? These are things you really got to look at this week, along with week one of the NFL is like the toughest week to handicap. So just keep that in mind. If you're really going to try and go balls to the wall this week, stick with games where, you know, both teams are playing all their guys. If you're going to do it, because those are the games that you could really gauge a little bit. A game like this is a fucked up game, but we'll see what happens. Tick, who do you that, like? That being said, Put the house on the Ravens, okay? 
Wow. I, 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 I tend to really wow, like that. Wow. I, I swear to God, this was almost like a game of the week consideration for me. I swear to God. It really yeah. was. Game of the week. It's, I was not, considering no, it too. It's, it's not. It's not. But, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was considering Tyler, it too. Huntley, I, Tyler Huntley's good, man. He's good. Was he a UCLA guy? Is that where he came from, Tyler Huntley? Uh, I want to say yes. I want to say yes. I think he might I want to say too. yes. Yeah, you're right, though. He can sling the ball a little bit. Biscuit yes, can he throw can. the ball a yes, little he bit. Can. Um, and Odell's got some incentives. I think he, you're going to get got a, a lot good of Odell. incentives. Yep. I think you're going to yep. get a good Odell in that game. Um, but yeah, the Steelers are playing good ball on the other side. They're playing in Utah. Ball he played it. He played at Utah. Oh, Utah. Okay, Utah. got it. Um, yeah, the right conference. Then I think there's still enough of the Ravens. I think they're that they can get it done. Um, give me them plus the four points. Put the house on, but not my game at all. I'll, I'll save that for later. Um, and then the night game on Saturday, we've got the Houston Texans uh, heading to Lucas Oil Stadium, playing the Colts. Houston is giving one and a half points. Mikey, who do you like there? Now, this is the game that you could look at because so this is a situation for the Texans and the Colts. It's a must win for both of them. Uh, they could potentially win the AFC South, either of these teams with a win. And I believe they have to get a Jaguars loss coupled with it. But these teams are playing for, for playoffs and for their division. This is a game you want to look at. Um, listen, the Texans have been darlings all year, and now is not the time to back off of them. C.J. Stroud, this team, this defense, D'Amico Ryans, I, I don't think now is the time to back off of them. The Colts last week, yes, they beat the Raiders, but they didn't cover against the Raiders. The Raiders backdoored them in the last minute of the game. Yes, they were in the driver's seat mostly through the whole game by a touchdown, basically. They had the Raiders by a touchdown. But these are two teams that know each other really well. And in a game with divisional rivals, I want the quarterback who I think is the better quarterback with the better coach. And I think that that right now is the Houston Texans, even though it is a rookie and it's a big spot. CJ Stroud has played in plenty and plenty of huge games in his career uh, in college. And now in the NFL, he's looked very comfortable. Give me the Texans. That is, that's a pick them game. Basically I'll take Houston. I have to stick with Houston. There you go, Joey Dayton. Yeah, I agree with them. I think the Texans, they looked so good last week. I took them and they won convincingly. It wasn't even close. It could have been even more. Um, and I think to Mikey's point is that they are out to prove that this is not a joke, that this is not a fluke, that they are legitimately a playoff team. Um, Ticket you have sung D'Amico Ryan's praises to feel like the entire year. Yes, this yes. is a well-coached, well-led um, team. Um, from the from the coach and the quarterback, and I I would agree with them. I love my Colts. Give me the text. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, coach of the year in my eyes, at least. I don't know if he'll get it. I hope he gets it. Tamiko Ryan's coach of the year. Uh, it's done everything I've expected and more out of him uh, ever since he started with San Francisco. Um, that being said, the Colts nine and seven, man. It almost makes you wonder. I like I love Gardner Minshew. He's such a heart guy. He's a fun guy to watch. Man, if they still had Anthony Richardson, that guy was electric. Did you? They could even make a possible playoff push if they still had that guy. Maybe they'd have a few more wins. They wouldn't even be in a position where they need to battle right now. Who knows? All speculation. They missed Taylor for like five, six weeks. Yeah, too. man. They've got a lot there. If, if Anthony Richardson can, if he doesn't become one of these guys that's always injured, that can never stay on the field, if he can stick around. I mean, at the very least, he he's an electric player to watch. I hope I hope he comes back and we see a lot of him. But yeah, that being said, I mean, give me give me the Texans. I love everything they're doing there. Like Mikey said, it's not a time to jump off that uh, bandwagon. I'll take Houston minus the one and a half. 
Uh, let's move Consensus over to Sunday. Pick, Texas. That's a, that, that's, that's a hurricane. That's a sportsman hurricane thing. That's a sportsman hurricane. <laughs> that's a hurricane Shit. right there. Shit. Fantasy football champs, our friends at Manscaped want to congratulate you on making it to the 2024 playoffs. As for the rest, well, the fantasy gods have spoken, and it's time to shave off that didn't-make-the-cut playoff beard. No more hiding behind facial hair. Embrace the clean slate with Manscaped's Beard Hedger because nothing should be as unruly as your failed trade strategies. Embrace victory and join the 10 million men who trust Manscaped with our special offer. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code SPORTSMANPOD20 for 20% off and free shipping. Listen, the Beard Hedger has me keeping uh, clean, cut, nice, compact, beautiful look to this beard no matter what if i make the playoffs don't make the playoffs and listen fantasy football is the most fickle thing on the planet you could score 200 points one week get outscored you could score 100 points the next week and win the game by 20 points it doesn't matter it doesn't make sense and that's okay what does make sense is the beard hedger from manscape that makes a ton of sense especially in this situation so Get 20% off and free shipping with our code SPORTSMANPOD20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off of free shipping at manscaped.com and use our code SPORTSMANPOD20. Get ready for the fantasy football offseason like a true grooming champion with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. You're not just shaping your beard, you're crafting a winning look. Let's move to Sunday. Uh, the Eagles are heading to New York. They're playing the Giants, and the Eagles are, are five-point favorite uh, in New York. Uh, Joey D, who do you like there? Man, I tell you what, this is uh, tough because you want to go with the Eagles, but they have been so bad. Give me the give me the Giants, man. Ty, I tell you what, Tyrod Taylor has his team playing pretty decent football. They're covering games. Now, they might not be winning games, but they're covering games, and they're doing what they need to do to stay in games a divisional game they showed last time they played the Eagles in Philly that they could stick around with this team. Give me the Giants with five points. Um, I think the Eagles win, but I, I actually think the Giants stick around long enough to make things interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Sirianni said that he is going to that he basically came out and admitted that they're going to be scoreboard watching on the because the Commanders play the Cowboys. Um, and if if Dallas wins and the Eagles win, I believe Dallas wins the division. So if Dallas is well ahead of the commanders, Sirianni said that he'll have no hesitancy to start pulling his starters. That mentality going into the game by itself is not something that really I'd rather he just flat out say we're going to pull the we're we're going to protect Jalen Hurts. We're going to do this. I'd rather that than than him say that we're going to kind of scoreboard watch I just I affiliate right now, man. I'll take the Giants plus five points because Philly right now is just, and I hate to say it, but they are in, they are in a bit of disarray and they really, really, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're going to galvanize. I thought they were going to galvanize last week against the Cardinals. I thought they turned the corner two weeks ago uh, and I was wrong. So um, I'll take the Giants plus five points. That's not a lot of points um, to Philly's, uh, you know, potential uh, benefit there. It's not a lot of points, really. When you talk about the Eagles, you talk about the Eagles were just a how how big of a favorite were they on Christmas against them, uh, thirteen and a half or whatever it was. So you go from thirteen and a half to five. It's like, what are you doing? But this is where it's this is what it's come down to now. But I'll, I'll go with Joe. I'll take I'll take the Giants plus the five. Yeah, I mean, I would normally agree with that um, 
logic and line of thinking that with Nick Sirianni watching the scoreboard uh, with the Cowboys are, you know, uh, obliterating, you know, there's no point in, in really playing these guys. But I think no matter which way you slice it, I think these Eagles need to get a little inspired before the playoffs come around. I think you need to knock the teeth out of this Giants team, not because they're a division rival, but to to show, to prove to yourself, to prove to the team, get a little inspired, show that you you can do this. You need they need to step up and 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 just fucking you know the chemistry needs to be there the the communication everything needs to be there. You this is your last week to do it before every, all the marbles are on the table. Everything means something. You don't want to walk into that game still not feeling confident in yourself. They need this game to to come together and be find out who they really are and if they can really do this. Unfortunately, Nick Sirianni's already said that he's not going to do that. He's already yeah. said that that's not the plan. So yeah. therefore, I, I have no choice but to take the Giants plus the five. Uh, it's, I, I have no choice but to it's make another, it my game of the week game. too. That's my. It's a hurricane, and it's also oh, going to be my game of the week. Oh, it's a game of the week. And this is not out of a curse. The last two weeks have been a curse. It was a joke a bit, and unfortunately, I hit the Cardinals thing. This is a, a genuine. This is a real pick. I'm actually picking the Giants plus the five because. Nick Sirianni's already let the cat out of the bag about what he's going to do. And um, now, it is interesting on the flip side for the Giants, the way these tiebreakers fall with Arizona and New England. If the Giants lose this game and Arizona and New England, who are playing, you know, games that they could very well win, the Giants could sneak from the fifth overall pick all the way up to the two pick. It is possible. It is wow. possible that that could happen with the way the tiebreakers work out. Right. Now, are the Giants going to tank the game? I don't think coaches and players tank in the NFL. I just don't think they do. I mean, you saw last year what, what happened with Lovey Smith and the Texans. Sure they, they do. Four, sure fourth, they down do. And fourth down and 20, and they score a touchdown, and then they That's win in overtime, wild, yeah. and they lose the first overall pick. I mean, so it, it doesn't really happen in the NFL. So when people say tank, organizations, Dave Tepper, uh, the Carolina Panthers may be actively attempting to tank at, at in the – in the upper ranks of the managerial, but the guys on the field and the coaches ain't tanking because this is their livelihood. So they're not, they're not tanking on the field and on the sideline. So, um, you know, people may have that weighing in the back of their minds. I would say that that's, that's not going to be a factor, even though it is I, interesting that the Giants I agree with you overall, but there was a couple of years ago based, you know, Doug Peterson was probably on his way out. Oh there yeah. Was the last yeah. game of the season, yeah. Yep. That was that was the nail in the fucking coffin playing that the was Cowboys. Wild. That when was he wild. Played, was that Nick Mullins he played? Who, I yes, a third stringer. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was yep. some of the worst football I've ever seen. And that was a blatant opportunity to tank. And, you know, yeah. that, that draft pick that we ended up getting instead benefited us. It did help. But that that was that was egregious and so it does happen but i agree i don't well, think it uh, here's often. the here's the here here's the difference like that game wasn't i i can't say for sure but i don't think that that game was close from the jump was that we like a close game the, we were tanking from yeah, the beginning it was, it was a blow right, up. right 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 so i mean listen if the game was going south very quickly that's a different thing like the coach is not going to go out of his way at that point i don't point think to too, try and... sometimes the coach they well, know that they're getting fired so they almost want to go out in a blaze to glory and like oh, that was Lovey Smith. Stick it to the organization and say, you know what? I won my last game. You're yeah. gonna fire me, but you lost your you lost your first pick. And that's exactly <laughs> what Lovey did. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, Lovey did that too. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on here. We've got the Rams playing the 49ers in San Francisco. San Francisco is a four-point favorite. 
Uh, Mikey, who do you like there? San Francisco and the Rams. Here's the thing. Why are the Niners still favored? Um, even though they've locked up the number one seed, what do they have to yeah, play that's for? Are they resting starters? So Christian McCaffrey right now, I believe, is the only person that's slated not to play 100% is McCaffrey. Um, whereas the Rams are resting Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald, um, and their linebacker, Ernest Jones. So Stafford Cup, Donald, and Kieran Williams. So their stud running back, their best defensive player, two best defensive players, their quarterback, and their veteran wide receiver all getting rest. With that being said, I, I mean, listen, that's 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 above and beyond. Niners are at home. I understand Christian McCaffrey's not going to play. I don't even care if Purdy gets pulled, if Debo gets – the Niners have the bullets to still go out and beat this Rams team if all those guys from the Rams are playing – Carson Wentz's first game in, in God knows how long uh, for, for the Rams. So, you know, I, I, I got the Niners. Give me the Niners with the, you know, given the points, it's fine. Last week they had a slow start against the Commanders, but they still ended up covering. Um, I, I'll take the Niners this week as well, minus four at home. Joey D. <laughs> Carson Wentz is playing. I'm taking the Niners. That's all I got to say. <laughs> The Rams, man, where players go to die, dude. Matt Stafford, Carson Wentz, Odell was there earlier. Uh, yeah, I mean, if all that's true, I'd, I'll take Mikey's word for it. The 49ers still have an empire to take down a Rams team, putting that kind of product on the field in an effort to rest their guys. Uh, give, me, give me the Niners minus the four. But maybe that's what they want us to. Who knows? Uh, moving on, we've got the Browns playing the Bengals in Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a seven-point favorite. Uh, Joey D, who do you like in that game? I think the Browns are resting players this week, too, no? Because yes. Yes. they've made the playoffs. Miles My, Garrett and, and Joe Flacco aren't going to play. Oh, with Flacco out, that cheese. I mean, honestly, this week is – is you're, you're right, Mikey. This is a week where maybe you look at totals rather than pick inside. Even still, it's like – yeah, it's just, just you don't know what you're getting. It's like some of these bowl games in the yeah. in college because you don't know who's playing and like I mean even if you do you don't know what product you're getting on the field. Um, God, I would stay the hell away from this game. Um, that being said, give me the Bengals. Are minus the Bengals are favored minus seven? They're given seven. Yeah, I'll take the Bengals this week. The Browns got nothing to play for. They they can't. I mean, they, they over under thirty seven and a half. If you like that better. Well, we give sides here, so I'll take I'll take the Bengals side. But this is a game I would stay away from. You the Bengals, the Bengals are giving seven. The Browns, yeah. I mean, listen, the Browns are playing. Uh, uh, you know, most of their guys, but I, you know, besides Garrett and Flacco, they said like the key guys will be out. Um, could be out. Um, in addition to that, so that makes it even more questionable. Um, I believe that Jake Browning is not playing for Cincy. I believe they're starting. Uh, I forget who Cincy is not starting Jake Browning, if I'm not mistaken. They're starting another quarterback. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the Browns plus the seven uh, because only because I just think the Browns are just a better team uh, than Cincinnati. Now, Cincinnati may come out and they 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 probably are going to play a game where, you know, they, they were expecting to be a Super Bowl contender this year. So maybe they will play pissed off. But again, um, I just I, I, I just think that that's too many points, regardless of who's playing. And it who's is a not. lot of points. 
It's a lot of points. Why why are the Bengals resting Jake Browning? I don't think they're resting him. I think they just wanted to it's Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll is oh, playing for the God. for the Cincinnati Bengals uh on Sunday. A, a former Bengals quarterback start. Oh no, excuse me. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Jeff Briscoll is the starting quarterback for the Browns. He's a former wow. Bengals quarterback starting for the Browns. That's where the confusion was. So um, yeah, Jeff Driscoll revenge game. Give me the Browns <laughs> plus seven. So, so Jake Brown is playing. He's playing now. Yeah, Jake Browning should be playing. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Give me the Bengals minus. Or sorry. Yeah. Give me the Bengals minus the seven. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll give the points. I, I Jeff Driscoll. What's the over under thirty seven? I like that under 30, too. Thirty seven and a half. Yeah, yeah I like I, I like that under. You get the hawk, Mikey. Yeah, I like the under. I like the under. There you go. Um, all right, moving on. The Vikings are heading to Detroit. They're playing the Lions. The Lions are giving three and a half points over under 45 and a half. Mikey, who do you like there? Dan Campbell said they're going full arsenal against the that Vikings. So I like that. I he's, love he's, he's going love full it. arsenal against the Vikings, even though the three seed is most likely what the Lions will end up with. Apparently it would take like a lot, a lot of things to happen for them to get to the two seed. So the Lions basically are locked into that three seed, but Dan Campbell gives zero fucks he gives zero fucks and you know what you you may not like it joe but i would go ahead and say that the lions are you see this would be my game of the week would be the detroit lions it would it would be it would be my game of the week this week but out of what i anticipate is going to happen later on in this show i am saving my game of the week for a particular reason, just to keep the fans engaged and excited for this week. But the Lions are a play for me. Could be an only subs play. You'll have to find wow. out. You'll have to subscribe. <laughs> but I really like the Lions. I really do. In this spot, with that attitude from Campbell, um, and the Vikings are just, I mean, they, they're they atrocious. I think they're starting another. I think that's going to be another. I don't know if Mullins is starting. I don't even know who's starting for the Vikings. I guess Mullins, but... Um, give me. Does you go me, back to the fucking Buzz Lightyear, the Space Frontier? And, I agree and that, that game, that game is in Detroit. Yes, it is. That game is in Detroit. That could be. Uh, you know, the Lions fans are going to be fired up for that game. They're going to be proud of their team. Just won the NFC North. All the players are put. Give me the Lions, man. Give me the Lions running away there. And then another point, Mikey. They just lost a devastating game. Oh my that, god! Yep. That that I think um, is won. really. A sour grape, sour taste in Dan Campbell's mouth. Um, I agree with everything you said. This is this is game of the week territory. Um, I just don't like it because the Lions they have nothing to gain from from playing from getting a, a starter like Amon Ross St. Brown or if Laporta goes down like or Goff. Or I mean, Gibbs, I, I, or I don't Goff. think Goff, I don't think Goff's the end all be all by by any means. I mean, you listen to us talk every week, so you know I don't think I'm that just, highly I just, of Goff. I just I just I just think that there's a lot that could go wrong in this in the terms of an an injury. But yeah, I think the Lions are the play. I'll take the Lions. Yeah, everything I just said about what the Eagles Lions do. first half especially. There because, you, you know, Campbell may be saying he's going to start everybody. And then if they're ahead in the second half, I don't care what he says. If the, if the Lions are up by two, three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, the starters are getting pulled in that game. Then you get a little back door. You know, you never know. So be cautious. You never know. Uh, yeah, the, everything I said about the Eagles, they, they need some confidence. They, they need to punch someone in the mouth and prove themselves to the league and to themselves, more importantly, that they can do it. 
they're not going to do it. And they're going to walk into the playoffs last having been together, getting beat by the Cardinals. And I can't imagine what that's going to do to that team. On the other side, Dan Campbell coming off a horrible loss to the Cowboys. Got to imagine morale in that locker room's not great. Dan Campbell knows that. We're coming out firing and proving to ourselves what we can fucking do walking into the playoffs. And that's why he's doing that. I mean, I know he's Dan Campbell. We we played the final whistle every time. I know he's, but I know he his guys need that too. And I'm sure that's why he's doing it. And that's the sign of a good coach. Get Dan Campbell on, on the Eagles and we're winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I love that out of Dan Campbell. I really, I, that's, that's a leader. That is an absolute leader. Um, give me the Lions with a bullet, minus three and a half, moving on. Uh, Jaguars heading to Tennessee. Uh, Jacksonville is giving oh, what a terrible game over under 41 and a half. Joey D, who do you like there? Jacksonville is giving points. Jacksonville's giving three and a half. Yep. Jacksonville shouldn't be given shit. This team looks terrible. The only team that's worse than them might be the Tennessee Titans. This is an awful, awful, awful football game that I will not watch a single solitary second of. And I have no intention of even giving the pick out unless I, but, but the fact that I have to, this is a terrible game. Might be one of the worst games you're of contractually. Year. You're contractually obligated. To I am. <laughs> and for that reason, and that reason only, I will take the Jacksonville Jaguars because the Tennessee Titans are the worst thing that I've seen since Derek Carr stepped on the field as a starter this year. Wow. Mikey. That's 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 strong words, man. Strong oh, words. Now Levis Levis practiced today. Will Levis practice today? Um, I know he wants to get out there and play in the finale. Um, I just think this is a spot play for Tennessee. I think it's a spot play for Tennessee to to do something here. Uh, I'm going to take the Titans plus the three and a half at home um, season finale. I just think that I could just see Mike Vrabel asshole game, like prick game, where he just. Sure. He's got like that smug look on his face at the end of the game and just ruins it for the Jags. That's what I could see happening here. Um, yeah, Joe's right, though. I mean, it's it, this is not a game that's really like that tickles my fancy. But that being said, I'll take Tennessee with the points at home. Do you guys, I mean, forgetting about this game, just looking at the next five, maybe 10 years, do you guys like Will Levis? Do you think he'll be a successful starter in this league? They got to figure out what's happening with Tannehill first. I don't, I don't know, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, certainly he showed a lot of moxie in that, uh, you know, everyone's going to talk about all offseason. They're going to talk about that Miami game, the comeback against Miami uh, late in that game on Monday night. As they should, it was on the road, extremely impressive. Um, you know, listen, Will Levis is one of those guys, that, uh, you know, his last year at Kentucky wasn't as good as the year before it. And the year before it, he was, he was absolutely electric. Um, and then he plummeted down the draft board and people kind of got off of him. But this is a guy who was a highly touted guy for a, a long time. I think that I think that they they may have something with him. I mean, he's got moxie. He wants to play. He's he's got like that, you know, that swag to him. He's got like, uh, you know, the leadership qualities. I think he's got the intensity, the emotion. Uh, it's just a matter of can he put it all together? Um, I, I think they may have something in Levis. You know, I, I certainly yeah. is a better definitely- option than Tannehill. He's definitely yeah. done enough that he merits getting another look for next Agreed. year. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, especially with a majority of the year, the team has had really nothing to play for. It's not like they've been in a position where they're, you know, chasing a playoff berth or like he's, he's, he's done everything that you would expect out of a rookie. And I think that he deserves to get more opportunities going into next year to answer your question. I don't know if he'll pan out tick, but I definitely think 
he's got heart. He definitely wants to win yeah. when he's out there. Yeah, and that's a hell of a lot more that you can say about Ryan Tannehill, who's just collecting paycheck after paycheck without yeah. doing anything. I don't and he's think, been doing that for years. Yes. I don't think Tennessee has any – I don't think there's any argument whether it's him or Tannehill. I think they're all in on Levis for, yeah. for the moment. Well, if, didn't they have that Malik guy, um, uh, Willis? Willis looked Malik Willis? Like, yeah, Lord I mean, what happened there? What happened with him? I don't know. I mean, he came in and he couldn't complete a pass. <laughs> but I mean, did he, I don't did he have know. Many, many opportunities? Did he play like one game? Or I remember I a couple star, games. I, I think he, I think he he got he got a late start against. I want to say it was like the Chiefs or the Raiders. I forget who it was. I I want to say it was like the Chiefs or the Raiders. And I mean, this poor guy, man, it looked like he was just severely outmatched i mean severe like like couldn't do anything it was it was bad it was bad that's what i remember i could be way off on that but i, I don't think i am but you know what too is and i don't want to veer off too much from that i know we got to get to these games but it's like some of these guys come in and they you know they're fresh in the league and they don't have much experience and they're behind a quarterback who's iffy himself and they get one shot and they look like ass and then sorry see ya but then you can look at a guy like jordan love a couple of years ago he got an, a, an opportunity to come in late in the game and joe and every packers fan was like this guy stinks but he got a few more years under his belt under aaron Rodgers. he's really coming into his own sometimes they're quick to just move on from yeah him but i think of the packers white instead as a guy as your back the packers showed that they were committed to to love by by trading up to get him and and they had to be patient with him. They had to give him an opportunity. Some of these guys, it's like a, a one-off. Wasn't Josh Dobbs with Tennessee too? They have had like a carousel of fucking mediocrity in terms of quarterbacks the last several years. I mean, I, I don't think they've had a perennial guy. I think Levis is 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 no, yeah, he's, he's serviceable good. for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, give me yeah, give me Tennessee plus a three and a half. Uh moving on. The Jets are heading to New England. Uh, maybe we can speed through this one to get some of the better games. Uh -huh. New England is favored by two points. Mikey, who do you like? I mean, New England can't be favored against anybody. I, I don't care that it's the Jets, <laughs> but New England can't be a favorite against anybody in this league. Uh, Jets plus two. Joy D. <laughs> Again, another shit gay man. <laughs> um, I'll, uh, the Jets have shown that they, they, they're capable of putting up some. Brees Hall, man, this guy just keeps doing it. Every week, he's just good player. I mean, a fantasy darling for a team that stinks and has no quarterback shows you how good a player he is. Um, give me the Jets as well. I'll take the Jets. Yeah, give me the Jets plus the two. Um, hurricane. That's a hurricane game for you, folks. Uh, moving on, the Falcons. More like a fucking mediocre wind that is blowing Tropical through the street. Storm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been downgraded. Um, Falcons heading to New Orleans. Joe's favorite team. New Orleans favored by three. Joe, who do you like in that game? I can only imagine. I love the New Orleans Saints this week. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, I actually considered that being the game of the week, but for other reasons, I couldn't. Um, New Orleans, they have everything to play for. Atlanta's on a skid. Um, they, they, they look, they look just disheveled i i honestly think that new orleans the last couple of weeks the defense has played excellent the defense has looked very very good um and i think that they are going to win this week and potentially you know hopefully not make a playoff uh berth because i need my packers to win uh, there's a way i think the new orleans saints could still win the division yeah they got um, if, they, if they win in tampa loses they win the division yeah so i i think new orleans has everything to play for atlanta's kind of 
on the outside looking in. Uh, give me New Orleans. To, was it three points, Tick? Three points, yep. Yeah, I think New Orleans does it this week. I, I like New Orleans to, to cover. The Bucks are playing the Panthers, by the way, so they sh- should win the game, but we'll see. Mikey V, who do you like in that game? The Saints by 10, 10 or more points. Yeah, I like that's the, right. I like, the, I like the Saints bigly. bigly. Yeah. It's bigly a good, it's, this is a game I would tell you to play. Yeah. I, I, I just like the Saints. Listen, I, I future picked them to win this division preseason. It's going to come right down to the wire with Tampa. They're probably not going to win the division because Tampa luckily gets the Panthers the last week of the year. Um, but I'm going to stick with the Saints. Again, I just think they're one of those teams that's they're just an annoying team that could beat anybody any given week because of their defense. And Carr, I know how miserable he is, but every once in a while he he does have a game where he's he's above serviceable. They have weapons on offense. Uh, you know, they mix things up with Taysom Hill. It pisses off other defenses, confuses other defenses. Um, and they're at home, correct, Tick? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Saints, Saints, Saints going away. In Big. Bigly. This is bigly. Bigly. This is a great opportunity for Derek Carr to play the best game of his, of his season because he's going to win this game. He's going to get everyone in New Orleans excited about him, and the Bucks are going to win, and they're going to miss the playoffs. <laughs> Everyone's going to get excited for Derek Carr for next year, and he's going to continue being the same guy uh, until potentially week 18 of next year. It's what uh, he does. So, yeah, so, yeah, give me – it's exactly what he does. Give me the Saints uh, minus the three as well. Moving on, um, just referencing the Bucks. The Bucks are heading to Carolina. Uh, the Bucks are favored by four and a half points. Um, Joey D, who do you like there? It's in Carolina. It sure is. Is Bryce Young playing? That's a good question. Yeah. He yeah, is playing? Unless he's hurt. I don't he see got why banged he up last week. I know he came back, but I didn't know the severity of it. And is there much of a point to, to play? Yeah, I mean, listen, there. Yeah, there may not be much of a point. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to take the Panthers to cover here. Wow. Okay. I don't mind that. I think the Panthers play the last week of the season with a little bit of pride. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, they they played Green Bay right down to the wire. Everybody's saying how good Green Bay is. I mean, the Panthers have shown at moments that they can play football, just not very long stretches. Yeah, he's going to play. He's going to play. I I think the Panthers, four and a half. I, I could see the Panthers... You know, I could see them covering this. Give me the Panthers to cover. Baker Mayfield and the and the Buccaneers for long stretches last week looked lost. They looked terrible, man. They didn't look like they could do anything. Um, this is gonna either be right down to the wire or it'll be over by the second quarter. I I, I tend to think that Carolina will play with some pride um and keep it somewhat close. Give me the Panthers plus four and a half. Mikey. You know Baker's track record in must-win situations. <laughs> not good. Not good. Not good. Carolina has been a. They've been a, a horrible team, horrible team all year, but they do poke their head out of the sand at very weird times. They beat the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did they beat? They almost beat the Green Bay Packers at home again, a home game. Uh, they just find ways to really just, just, just be annoying at times. Last game at home, the owner just threw a beer on somebody. He got fined like three <laughs> hundred grand, which they said the equivalent of three hundred grand to him is like a dollar sixty-seven to the average American, which is such a a fucking. I wish they wouldn't print that because that's such a spit in the face of every. I'd let him throw there. a beer on me tomorrow for three hundred grand. I'd let him throw a beer on me for twenty grand. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. Anyway, um, 
Panthers at home. You know what, Joe? I'm going to roll with you. I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Panthers. I like money. it. I'm going to do you one better. Give me the Panthers money line. Oh. Wow. <laughs> By the way, where's all the money going to be? It's all going to be all over those Buccaneers. It sure is. Sure is. Yeah, I mean they've already lost their their possible. Yeah, I mean they have got nothing to lose but to go out there and fight their hardest. And the Buccaneers are just the most fraudulent bipolar team in the, they're one of them there's a lot this year but they are we start. about to have a hurricane bucks on the fans, panthers bucks fans get mad bro <laughs> that would mean to say if the panthers win if, if they win that game then the saints very well could could make the playoffs and i don't yeah. know I they win know the if division. To... If the Saints win and the Panthers win, the Saints win the division. That's right. I'm not ready to say that. I'm, I'll take the <laughs> I'll take the Bucks. I'll okay. bet on we Baker. We almost had a hurricane in Carolina. I, I don't like betting on Baker, but I will against the Panthers. I'm sure I'm going to go down with the public on this one, but I'm, I got to do it. I, I got to do it. I got to avoid another hurricane here. Give me the Bucks minus the four and a half. Uh, moving on, we've got the Broncos heading to Las Vegas. Vegas is a three-point favorite. Um, now the mighty have fallen with the Broncos, man. There was a brief period there where they looked like a fucking great team, and they have just lost their way. Uh, Mikey, walk me through that game. Raiders coming off a little bit of momentum, scoring that last-second touchdown against the Colts to cut that game and cover that spread. Uh, Devontae Adams saying in press conferences this week how he's back in Antonio Davis, wants to wants Antonio Davis to remain Antonio as the Pierce, coach. Pierce, Pierce. Uh, Antonio Pierce, excuse me. Um, a lot of players backing up that same sentiment from Devontae that they want Pierce to remain there as the head coach. He should. Um, I, I, and, and this is a home game, last game for Vegas. You know, something to be said, I think, for two teams that are struggling, uh, but one of them's at home for the last game and they want to go out with a bang. Momentum for Pierce carrying over the into the offseason, into the next season. I think the Raiders are actually a really good play here. I, I think they're a really good play. Um, as opposed to leaning towards Denver. So give me the Raiders at home last game of the season to get Antonio Pierce a potential head coaching gig full-time. I love the mentality that Antonio Pierce has had. And a lot of people have been like, I don't know, he's just a fill-in. He, he, he embodies what the Raiders are about. He's a Raiders guy through and through. I think he's shown throughout the year that he wants to win. He wants to do whatever it takes to take this team to the next level. He's been kind of, you know, disservice getting Aiden O'Connell as your quarterback. I mean, like, how much can you actually do? But I think he's done a very good job. I think he's got this team playing. He's rallied the team around him after, you know, they were completely. Defense plays really hard. Defense plays I, I, really I like, hard. I like everything Mikey said, and for that reason, I will jump on board as well. I'll take the Raiders. What's I the total it... in this game, Tick? I'm sorry, Joe, to cut you off. 37 and a half. That's oh, high. Like the, That's high. It's high. I think it's very. I think, are, I think. I think they might go over. Really? I think. I, yeah. I. I think these two defenses. I don't know. Denver's defense could play. Raiders' defense has been I playing this for the last be, month. I think this might be another Chargers effect where the the Raiders just blow them out of the fucking stadium. Oh, okay, okay. I I think the Raiders is a very good play regardless. I think that that's the the side to be on. Um, and I think they win. I think they win pretty pretty easily too. Yeah, Antonio Pierce, when he played with the Giants, I mean, not a Hall of Fame player, but just the definition of a menace. 
this guy was a he was a menace on defense. He tormented the Eagles for a long time and plenty of other teams in the league as well. And he's proving himself to be a bit of a menace as a head coach and a play caller, too. I mean, I really like what he's doing there. And I, but it's just how much, like Joe said, what can you do with Aiden O'Connell? And he's a tough guy to bet on each week, but they got a great defense. Pretty good with Purdue. Good defense. They've got some offensive weapons. They can get managed to keep him and get a quarterback who's even serviceable. I think the Raiders are a team to watch out for next year. That being said, the Broncos stink. Uh, give me Vegas, minus three points. Um, moving on. Uh, see hurricane how- pick. It's a hurricane pick. It's a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Seahawks playing the Cardinals. Uh, Seahawks are favored by two and a half points. Joey D, who do you like there? Seahawks, man, they um, they come up huge when you think that they don't have it, and then when you think that they're going to win, they just throw up a dud. Um, where's this game in Arizona? Sure is, yeah. This is a they, they have to win, and Green Bay has to lose for them to make the playoffs. Two and a half, man. That's not a lot. Give me the Arizona Cardinals. I I honestly think that Arizona showed a lot of fight last week. Kyler Murray looks like he's still got a little bit left in the tank. And I the only reason I'm taking this is I, I would believe that everyone would jump on a two-and-a-half spread where the Seahawks have to win to make the playoffs. Arizona's playing for nothing. They just came off a big win. They're probably resting on their laurels. I, I actually think that Kyler Murray is a competitor. I think he wants to, to maybe play spoiler. And, you know, Mikey, in years past, there have been so many games where teams have to win to get in, and it looks like it's just a, an afterthought. The Green Bay Packers did it last year against the Lions, and teams that really look like they have no business being in the game come out and play spoilers. So for that reason, I will take the Arizona Cardinals. I don't love this pick, but I'm going to go with it on a hunch. What's the total in this game, Tick? 47 and a half. I was going to say this is an over game. This yeah. is this This is an over game. Um, you know, Kyler certainly looks like he's going to be the guy in Arizona again. It, I mean, for all intents and purposes, I, 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 that's what I, I perceive. Um, and he's playing well and they did just beat the Eagles, uh, on the road, you know, but now they come home last game of the year. Uh, Seattle's going to throw everything in the kitchen sink. You're talking about a coach in Pete Carroll who's been here. He's done it. Uh, he knows what to do in games like this. He knows how to win games like this, most importantly. I'm going to take Seattle solely because I think Pete Carroll will outcoach Arizona. He will outcoach the yeah. other opposing head coach across the field for Arizona. And for that reason, I, I, I think Seattle could cover that number and, and win the game. Basically, I mean, if they win the game, I would imagine they cover. I don't think they'll win by two or one. Um, so I'll take Seattle to cover solely because of outlaw Pete Carroll. Uh, I'll take the Cardinals plus the two and a half. Um, Seahawks, ever since they beat the Eagles uh, spectacularly on M- Monday night or Sunday, I think it was Monday night. Monday night, yeah, Monday night. You know, they squeaked by a bad Tennessee team. They lost to a bad Steelers team, bad in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, give me give me the Cardinals. I think they're playing pretty good right now. Um, give me them plus the two and a half. Uh, let's go to Kansas City, heading to Los Angeles, playing the Chargers. Chargers are favored by three and a half points. So obviously Kansas City's sitting everybody. 
Well, Mahomes is the only one that's confirmed announced Kelsey that he's going to be out. Be sitting for sure. But Andy Reid is is historically good with start with uh, sitting players in situations like that. Like he does that. He rests guys. So uh, you you have to take that into account. All right, Three Joe. and a half for the Chargers. Yep. Again, I don't know what we're getting here. Um, this is just is kind of a toss up. Um, uh, if if Kelsey sitting, if Pacheco's sitting, um. I will take the Chargers here. I mean, I again take it with a grain of salt because we don't know. And I think any of these games, like Mikey said, you got to wait right up until game time before making any wagers. Right the day of when they announce who's in, who's out. Because if it's only Mahomes sitting, I might still take the Chiefs. But for this reason, I don't know. I'm going to take. I'm going to err on the side of caution. I'll take the Chargers. Mikey. Yeah, um, Chad Henney's going to play for the Chiefs. Who knows? Maybe the Chiefs will look better with Chad. No, <laughs> they're not going to. They're not going to look better. Chad Henney's still around. My God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Thundering herd, I believe. March. I thought he were. I thought he retired. Oh, but yeah. I guess I. I guess he didn't. Uh, oh no, Chiefs. I'm sorry. He went. To, didn't he? Go, he went to Michigan. I think. My bad. Yeah, he was a Michigan guy. Yep. Uh, excuse me. It's not Chad Henney. It's Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert's playing. Oh, wait here. I was going to say Chad Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, yeah. Chad Blaine, Blaine, been... Blaine, yeah, Chad Henney retired. Blaine Gabbert is starting for the Chiefs. Again, Andy Reid is a guy who's known to rest starters. He doesn't have any issue with it. The only announced one, though, is Mahomes confirmed. Uh, games in um, L.A., Tick? Yes, it is. Yeah, you know, you figure the Chargers would want to go out for their interim head coach and play a good game, but, man, oh, man, the Chargers just, they, 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 they just suck. They they, they just they almost they, beat the Bills a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, but that was the first game after the Raiders debacle, the new interim head coach. Fair. They shot their load, I think. You know what? Wait to see how inflated that number gets. Because when more and more people find out that Mahomes is out, I bet a lot more money comes in on on uh on the Chargers. I'm gonna take uh the Chiefs, getting whatever points they're gonna get. I think that the Chiefs are going to, you know, they, they may, in fact, maybe they'll galvanize a little bit with the, <laughs> with the backup guys in that want to go out there and prove something in yeah. this case. There's not many cases I believe that, but this may be one of them. Give me the Chiefs getting points. Yeah. Give me uh, give me Blaine Gabbert, the Mizzou oh. guy. I'll bet on him. Chargers are just a mess. Give me the Chiefs plus the three and a half. Uh, moving on, we got the Cowboys heading to Washington, D.C., uh, Dallas is giving 13 points. Mike, give me well, a hoodie like that. Um, here's the thing about that. Cowboys is have to win. The, the Cowboys, yeah, they're playing for they're playing for the two seed. They're playing for the NFC East. So there's a lot at stake for the Cowboys here. Um, and they're in the driver's seat. Uh, so, you know, you'd have to be kind of crazy not to take Dallas with the points in this situation. Washington is just checked out. Um, I think last week, I think last week they kind of gave San Francisco a fight in that first half and then they checked out and now the checkout is fully, fully executed and I'll take Dallas minus the 13 and a half. No brainer. Dallas needs to win. Uh, biggest game of the year for them. They'll take care of business. Give me Dallas. Yeah, we got Dal. I'll take Dallas as well. Um, and then we got our night game. We got the Sunday night game. It's Bills heading to Miami. Wow. Who is a three-point favorite? Joey D. Buffalo Bills win this game and they win the AFC East. This has been somehow a game that 
they've had on their schedules for some time now. They dismantled Miami the first time they played them, if you remember. And Miami, we've talked about it. They just can't win the big games against the tough teams. Aside from the one win they had against Dallas, Miami is in a bad spot right now. They had this division wrapped up. The Bills were all but dead. Look like they might not even make the playoffs. Somehow the Bills are back now. They win this game. They win the AFC East. They get a divisional home game. And they're not going to let that up. Give me the Bills. The Bills will cover too. I think the oh, Bills get, they'll get a wild. They'll get a wild card. Home a game. wild card. Wild. Card. Yeah. No, the Bills will win the AFC East. Yeah, but they'll they'll get that'll be a wild card round game for them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying yeah. they'll get. Yeah, sorry, I said divisional round. I, yeah. I meant, but but yeah. they will get a home game as a division winner, yes. which is fucking huge. Yes. Um. And 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 by the way, this Bills team is a pesky, tough, weird team. But I think once a playoffs start, they're a team you definitely don't want to play because they have firepower and they can be dangerous. I'll take the Bills to win this game and to cover. What is the line tick? Three. Three. Buffalo's given three. In Miami? In Miami. Yeah, you know, Miami now, Bradley Chubb out for the year. Xavier Howard got dinged up last week. Um, you know, and as much as the Bills have struggled, and they have mightily, offensively especially, and how inconsistent Allen has looked, this is a game where I just can't see Buffalo losing, to be honest. I, I just can't see them losing. I doubt Waddle plays for Miami. Uh, Mostert was dinged up. He didn't play last week. Um, I just, I, this, I have a tough time seeing how Miami's going to win this game without, you know, all the guys I just mentioned potentially and just the way they've looked lately. I'll take the Bills minus the three. Um, even though they've been a frustrating team to bet on this year, I'll still take Bills minus three in this spot. Uh, Joe's right. They did. They did take care of business again uh, against them earlier in the year. That was very, very early in the year. I think it was like week five. So it's tough to take a lot of us to take a lot of stock in that. But give me the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, give me the Bills as well. Um, And now we save hurricanes. That's a hurricane game. We save the best. For last. Uh, Before we get there, Mikey, forgive me if I you've had this all all night. What the fuck is what's going on here? Is that a microphone with a football? It's a pen. No, it's a pen. No, it's a pen. pen. Oh, it's a pen. It's okay. A pen. All right. With the football um, eraser. With the I football. Wish it, <laughs> no, it's not an eraser, but yeah. yeah. This is permanent ink. Oh, wow. It looks, it looks like an eraser, which yes, was yes, a pen. Yes, yes, yes. I'm saving the best for last. We head to Lambeau Field. The Bears are walking in there playing the Packers. The Packers are favored by three points over under 45 and a half. Mikey, we'll kick it off with you. Well, I'll say this. I know this is this is Joe's game of the week. Uh, I know this is Joe's game of the week. He's going to take the Packers minus three. It's his game of the week, so we can spoil that. So um, this is this is going to be a war. Um, this is a this is a game with the most history in the NFL, oldest rival rivalry in the NFL. Bears have not won in Green Bay since 2015. Uh, the Bears have not had any recent success against the Packers that would indicate that you should you should select the Bears to win the game. However, um, understanding how both teams look right now, they both look pretty good. Um, the Packers' defense is a concern of mine. Uh, I, I, I'm concerned with Green Bay's defense, but they look like they're getting Christian Watson back. Uh, Green Bay, he's been practicing this week, so they'll have their full complement of weaponry. 
Um, I think both teams will be at full strength. I think everyone's going to be a go for the Bears. Um, DJ Moore is going to be a very pissed off DJ Moore. He's uh, very pissed that he was snubbed for the uh, Pro Bowl. Um, Justin Fields has to make the last and final impression to the management to show that he deserves to stay on this team. With all that being said, this is my game of the week, and it is the Chicago Bears. Plus three points, and we are ready to go to war on Saturday. We're ready to go to war in the in the trenches. We'll be down in the trenches against all the cheeseheads. You line the fucking blocks of cheese up. That's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do on Sunday. Let me just tell you something right now. Go Bears. The Chicago Bears cannot beat the Green Bay Packers. You see, Tick, I knew this was coming. They cannot beat the Green Bay Packers. At least it seems like. It seems that way. It, does. it seems that way. It and I'm sure really does. not trying to shit talk. I'm just. It's, it's the very one, true. It's the one team every year when we play them, I really mm-hmm. don't worry about. I just don't. They haven't beaten us for five years. They mm-hmm. haven't beaten us in Lambo, And it seems like. even A decade. Turn, nearly, nearly a decade. Nearly a decade. This was supposed to be the Green Bay Packers rebuilt. It was supposed to be the year that we were going to have a drop-off. No more Aaron Rodgers. We weren't going to win the division. and We weren't going to make the playoffs. Here we stand. One mm-hmm. game away, controlling our own destiny. At home, in Lambeau, cold conditions. Dece- not even December, January game. This is lined up perfectly for us. And that is precisely why it is not only my game of the week. I think it is the game of the week. And it is precisely why I will be taking the Chicago Bears plus three as my game of the week. And I will you tell you fucking why. fucking asshole. Come on, man. I will tell you <laughs> why. Come on. You ruined the whole show, Joe. I will tell you why. Because this Packers team did this to me last year. They have done it to me time and time. Game. This and is time, disgusting. And time again, where they get my hopes, where they get my anticipation up, where they get me excited that they're going to come through and they're going to take care of business, and they flop. And that is why I am taking the Chicago Bears wow, that's money sick. line that as my sick. game of the week. Money line. This guy is Man. sick. Yeah, that's I mean, all listen. I gotta say about that. Listen, reverse yeah, jinx, if I've ever seen. That's a money, li- money line is all. Money line is also my play for the Bears. But I really thought Joe was going to go Packers, which is really upsetting to me because I thought we were going to have a nice clash. And now we're. It not. will be a listen. I. It is going. So you're to be, rooting against your own game of the week, is what you're doing. I will be rooting vehemently for the Packers, and I am telling the world that I'm not cheering. So why don't you my, just make Green Bay money line the game of the week? Because I think they're going to terribly disappoint me and and for that reason he doesn't really believe that he I don't think he does really he can't even keep a straight face all right fuck it Packers minus three is my game of the week yeah I tried I really tried I tried my hardest oh you guys don't stand a fucking chance we're gonna blow you guys out of the fucking water there you go you guys I tried I really tried I really really tried I know you. All right, you've left me no choice. All right, so you got. I'd like to put something on this game. Let's put something on it, Joe. I would like. What do you want to do? Like Like dinner? Like the next time we see each other, we the the loser pays. I think that that's a cordial steak dinner. Yes, a steak dinner. No bullshit, Louis the Thirteenth. No Louis. 
You can order whatever steak you want, sides, sides to the max. You want old fashions. There's of course. Uh, you know, wedge wedge salad. Whatever you want, as long as it's sure. just not like a two thousand dollar fucking shot. No, but yes, no. We're talking, we're talking a legitimately like for two people, like a thousand dollar dinner, hey, or Jeff, like eight. Maybe not a thousand dollar dinner. Maybe, maybe not a maybe not. A, I'm saying for the two people, like a six seven hundred dollar dinner, like where we really like let. Yes, us. that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Joe, if you take now, Joe, first... now, Joe, we I, now out of and I'll even bring to, ticket in now out of respect to Joe and and to just be a gentleman. It's not fair to to have to. It's not fair for the Packers to have to cover three points in order to do this bet. So this you is want to do money line. Bears, it's a money line, Packers. money line bet. It's Packers Bears winner. I like winner, that. Win, that's it. And, that's and, it. And you know what? I'm giving up some ground there, but that's fine. I that's honestly fine. think it's a lot closer than three. The way the Bears are playing, I really do. Yes. And this is this is your guys' Super Bowl, but you know what? The first mistake, Justin Fields already started talking shit. That's not that's not how you want to go into it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big mistake right out of the gates. Go this ahead, is tick. going to be must watch football. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Are you going to be? Where are you going to be for this game, Joe? I don't know. I'm all okay. over the place. I will be watching this game a million. Well, times. obviously you'll be watching. Yeah, probably Bob's. Okay, yeah, we'll be at Bob's for that. Yeah. That would be a special uh, live stream game. Joe, it? if you lose this and you have to take Mikey out to a dinner, if you take him out for drinks first, it might be a cheap date at dinner. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, the wow. Big, the, the big pricket. <laughs> All right. Well, now, Tick, I know I know, t- I know who Tick's picking already. I, I already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take the Packers. Uh, <laughs> this game's not about me. It's about you, gentlemen, but I'll take the Packers. Um, this, is, this is the way that it should have gone down to end the season. This is, this is, uh, this is special stuff. It's very yeah. apropos. Very apropos. Um, all right, guys. Let's go to our viewer questions and let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh, first question comes from Mike Bond. On a more serious note, what do you guys make of the transfer portal? What are your opinions? What are your thoughts on the transfer portal? Mikey V, let's start with you. I think there should be a a, a, a minimum of years that you have to be at your, your original school for before you can enter the portal. I think whatever it should be. But that interferes with when you could declare for the draft. And it's a whole, it's this whole thing. But I think it should be the same thing as draft. I think you shouldn't be port- portal eligible until you're draft eligible. And at that point, let's see. Let's see. Do you want to declare for the draft, or would you like to go to another school? If that, I, I think that's the way to approach the portal. I, these kids bouncing around like like this Dylan Rayola, who was a commit to Ohio State, and then he decommitted, and he committed to Georgia, and then he decommitted, and he committed. Now that's a little different because he's not technically a transfer portal guy. But you got a guy like DJ Ugalalegalele. Uh, your guys, that's and, exactly I mean, what you're, you're going from Clemson to Oregon State now to Florida State. Now, granted, he's draft eligible; he could go to the draft. But I think that's the key. You should not be able to enter the portal until you're draft eligible. I and also I think know, you should only be able to rule, but I also think you should only be able to transfer once. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of it crazy. would make it would make it that if you only could transfer once within like your that. collegiate career. Then if you're going to transfer, you better sure be damn sure that you're going to a team that you're going to finish your collegiate, you know, football career with. Now this, 
this kid that Ohio State just landed literally an hour ago, Will uh, Will Howard from Kansas State. He's a senior. He's been there for four years. Uh, that That's a kid who's draft eligible, but now he wants to play for Ohio State. So he transferred to a, I don't have as big an issue with that, but I have an issue with these guys who bounce around to three, four schools and they're not even, you know, they're still like they only were at the one school for a year. That's crazy. This guy was at Kansas State for four years or three years as a starter. So my biggest issue with it is that these guys shouldn't be allowed to enter it until after bowl season. The fact that yeah. a lot of these guys are transferring and missing bowl games, they've been with the team all season, then all of a sudden the bowl comes around and McCord isn't with Ohio State anymore. He's all of a sudden a Syracuse Brown player. And it's 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 just that that to me is the most infuriating thing. Um, I agree with what the guy said uh, as well. Maybe there should be some kind of cap. You're at the team for so many years, or you can only do it once. But if you're on a team, you shouldn't be able to enter the transfer portal until February. Let's make it February until it's all sure. said and done. Um, I find that to be uh, pretty pretty annoying. Uh, let's move on. Uh, the next question comes from Christian Almeida. Uh, who do you guys think will turn out to be the best QB in the 2024 class? Mikey? Easy for me. Um, I said it on Twitter yesterday or two days ago. Um, and it, it to me, it's Michael Penix. I think Michael Penix Jr., if he's put in the right situation and he's got a good offensive line, to me, I think he's the most polished, ready guy um, who's battle-tested. He's gone through season-ending injuries and responded. He's won at two different programs. Well, he's performed at a very high level at two different programs and made both those programs mm. Big time competitors, one of them at Washington. But when he was at Indiana, he was extremely competitive when he was at Indiana against very good teams in the Big Ten. I, I just, Caleb Williams to me, something about this kid, I think he's got thin skin. I think he's going to have to be in a perfect environment, in a perfect situation. And I don't know if that's going to happen. If he ends up in a Chicago or a New York and things go south a little bit in the beginning, those media teams will tear his ass apart. Drake May to me is like a guy who popped up kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, he had, a, but he's a North Carolina quarterback. I, I, I'm scarred by that by Mitch Trubisky, so I can't say that. Bo Nix doesn't have the arm, in my opinion, to to be that drastic of a pro. The only guy I think honestly could 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 compete with with uh, Penix Jane is Jane Daniels. Daniels. That's Jane my Daniels, Jane Daniels from LSU and, and Michael Penix, I think, will be the two best. So I actually think. The two best that everyone's saying, the highest touted guys, Drake, May, Caleb Williams, I actually think the two most pro-ready guys and and that I think will will prosper in the league is Jaden and Michael Penix. I think Jaden Daniels, to me, he has the full accompaniment of skills that he could provide a team. He can run, but he also can stay in the pocket. He's got a great arm, and I think that'll translate very well in the NFL. I think he'll be able to scramble when need be, but he's not a run first guy. Um, Michael Penix Jr., as you said, Mikey, he's got all the talent in the world. One of the best arms in college football, without a doubt. I also think, watch Bo Nix. I, I just think that the guy's been around for so long that he will end up finding some success in the NFL. But if I had to pick one, I would go with Jaden Daniels. Just I, I, The guy is, is he's to, for, for me to watch a guy beat that record that Joe Burrow had, is unbelievable. Um, and I think, I think he's going to do very well. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. I like, uh, you know, when I, the guy I like the most when I watch him and I'm no scout, but the guy who's to me seems like he could fit in a, in a NFL system is Drake may. 
But I agree with everything Mikey said. These North Carolina guys, they're, they they could just – I don't know what they're doing to these these players down there, but they ain't getting them ready for the NFL. I mean, but that being said, I like him, but I'll go with Jane Daniels too. I, I, I like him a lot. Um, yeah, and moving on here to the last question we will do. Sergio Martinez wants to know, after football season, will we get baseball, basketball, hockey, any kind of picks of the week? Joey D, start with you. Yeah, I think hockey for sure. Um, with the hockey playoffs coming up, I think I'll, I'll I'll really translate a lot of focus to the NBA as well. I will say, when it comes to to to, to knowledge, baseball is my least is is the sport where I have the least amount of knowledge in. I um, mean, just part of the reason is not because I don't like it; it's just because I have never really had an invested um, kind of team or any kind of reason to really follow it as much as say Mikey and Bob and, and these guys who have a team that they root for, you know, consistently for. Um, so I, that being said, I, I got into baseball last year a lot more than I, than I ever have before. And I actually made a ton of money betting on it, not through my own picks, but um, I would say basketball, NBA, hockey, for sure. We're, we're not going anywhere. I mean, we're going to have to pick up the gauntlet and continue. It's just, I would say football is, collectively our bread and butter and so we're going to focus on it until we have it and by the way it's an absolute it's it's just it's disastrous that we're week 18 this happens every year where it feels like we wait for week one to come it can't come soon enough and then as soon as it comes like you blink and it's week 12 and you're like oh my god i got we got six weeks off to football before the playoffs start because once the playoffs start it's a wash it's done um and now we're in week 18 and it's just like, it's very tragic to me. It, it, it's, it's like waiting as a child for Christmas morning and then it's gone before you know it. Yep. That's right. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll do what we did last year. I mean, we'll cover every other sport, golf, baseball, basketball, hockey. Golf is uh, a big in, one too. In, ter- in terms of pick of the, picks of the week. I mean, I, I don't know if we're going to run down a full, we can't run down a full NBA slate no, or an no, MLB no. slate. I mean, it's a daily occurrence, but I think we could certainly do like, uh, you know, uh, who do we think is going to win the pennant? Who do we think is going to? Yeah, sure. I think that's 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 probably what we'll do. And uh, I'm sure we'll be able to fill the void in other ways. And, you know, football still is something that lives in the offseason. There's going to be a lot of talk about the number one overall pick. There's going to be a lot of talk leading up to the draft. Where are these quarterbacks that we just talked about? Where are they going to go? Who wants them? It's going to be fascinating uh, next couple months, even when football season does end. So just stay tuned. We'll have it for you. Yeah, we'll definitely do some picks. It, it is more difficult with those sports um, just because they play multiple games a week. If we're coming out on a Wednesday or we're coming out on a Thursday. You know, we're going to have to be picking for next day's games. They don't always have the line set for some of these sports for the next day. But we'll definitely try to make it interesting. I think a big thing that we leaned on uh, this past year is definitely golf because we can kind of see that coming. Those are guys that we can look at and sort of scout. Mikey, you did pretty like. good with golf, too. Yeah, you did decent. Decent. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to, we're going to lean heavily into golf and then we'll do the rest of them when we can, when it seems to make sense. Um, so yeah, definitely a lot more lined up after the football season. So stick around for that. Uh, gentlemen, great episode. That was two. We will see everybody, uh, next week. Um, make sure you watch that Bears Packers game, watch the Bears Packers game for sure. Follow the drama amongst these two guys, uh, as the rest of the week unfolds. Um, like, comment, subscribe to the YouTube and the Instagram, fire those questions in. So Mr. Anderson can then fire them back our way and we will answer them at the end of each episode. Gentlemen,
pleasure as always, and we will see you in the next episode.